Good morning. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, we are so happy to have you here. Uh, and like I said, we hope you'll um, join us again. Uh, the text reminder that we send out, feel free to forward that to uh, anybody you would like to. Um, there's a lot of people on this call that are associated with the uh, insurance industry, but this is not limited just to that. Uh, if you have somebody that's a believer, maybe in a different industry, or, or um, you feel like that they would benefit from the call, feel free to invite them on. But uh, I want to start out by just telling you a little bit about a, a little story. Uh, back in uh, the early 2000s, my wife and I had a couple of photography companies that we started. And uh, one of the things we would do every year in December is uh, uh, we would do Santa Claus pictures. And those of you who know me know that I didn't need to have any padding, but I was able to, to uh, play a mean Santa Claus. And, uh, you know, we had a very elaborate uh, Santa Claus um, uh, suit that, that was uh, very, it was very heavy. Uh, it was um, something like that you would probably see it, you know, in New York or something at one of the big shops there. Um, had the wig, the beard, everything looked, you know, real realistic. And uh, we did something a little different uh, than a lot of people do. We didn't set up in the mall. Uh, we set up in our studio, and we had a room that we set up that was real home in. And uh, we would invite uh, parents to bring their kids on a, an appointment, and we would spend about 20 minutes with the kid. And through doing that, um, it became evident uh, that my wife and I were to make able to make kids that had special needs feel comfortable. And, uh, and, and that was just something that uh, my wife is blessed with doing. And, and, and like saying, God has you know, given me the, the uh, uh, ability to, to work with those kids. And so the reputation sort of got out and, and we would deal with a, a lot, you know, kids that were autistic and, you know, some that, that, that really had never had the opportunity or they were in a situation that they were overwhelmed in, we would, would meet with them. Well, after word got out, um, we were invited to go to um, our local Catholic diocese, um, has a school that's a training school for uh, any children that are mentally challenged. Um, some of them have severe birth defects. Uh, I mean, you name it, the whole gamut's there. And they have kids there that are, you know, anywhere from three years old uh, that have been left as wards of the state all the way up to they have adults that live in group homes that are uh, fairly high-functioning but you know, do have some, some disability. And so uh, we would go there, and I can remember the first year that I, I went there, uh, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, the, uh, I was uh, bitten. I was kicked in the crotch. I was punched in the face. Um, and, uh, I was, I, and I'm not trying to gross any bad. I was, I was slobbered on. Uh, I, I mean, it was just, I, I saw the whole gamut. And uh, I, I was so exhausted after two hours of being in that heavy suit. And for some reason, every year, uh, there would be a, a warm front that would come through, and it would be 85 degrees. And here I am walking from building to building and group home to group home doing this. And I would just be so exhausted when we, we would get through. And, and you know, and those kids, it, you would see them light up, and that would make it worth it. But I, the people that had asked us to do it, I think a lot of times that they, uh, they – I never heard one of them say thank you for doing it. Uh, and But what we did is we – took a picture of every one of those kids uh, so that they would, they would have a picture of Santa Claus because, like I say, some of them didn't have parents to do that. Uh, and sometimes, you know, people forget to say thank you. 
And uh, and I'm guilty of it. I'm not pointing the finger at anybody else, but we're you know I'm guilty of not saying thank you a lot of times. And that brings me to the scripture I want us to look at today. Uh, our few scriptures. And the first thing we're going to look at is Luke 17, uh, 15, and 16. It said one of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. And that, like I said, it's Luke 17, 15, and 16. Uh, and that's the NIV version. So to give you a little backstory on that, Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, and as he entered a certain village, uh, there were 10 men that were there that had leprosy, and they were standing far away. And I think we've talked on uh, this you know, call before about those people that had leprosy. Sometimes they even had a bell around their neck to warn people that they were coming, and people didn't want to be around them. And uh, so he told them to, to go and show themselves to the priest. And he remember at that time, the priest uh, was the one who said, okay, yeah, you have leprosy. You have to, you know, you have to deal here in the, you know, the, the leper colony or, or you had to make sure you're away from everybody. But he could also declare you and give you a certificate, uh, a life-giving paper that said you were disease-free. And um, then you were allowed to go back to your homes and be seen in public again. So in the story, Jesus didn't heal those men on the spot. They were healed on, on their way to see the priest. And, uh, and you, you know, you think about those guys um, as they were probably walking along and their skin started looking new again. Uh, how exciting that probably could have been for them. And, uh, you know, but it was not, you know, it was not possible unless, that you know, there was a power from God there. Um, you know, Jesus completely... Uh, you know, supernaturally, you know, changed those men's ten lives by telling him what to do, and God healed them on their way back to um, see the priest. But after that was done, there was only one of those guys that came back. You know, ten people that had that same experience, but only one responded differently than the rest. And Jesus asked in, in uh, verse 17 and 18 to were not all ten cleansed? Where the other nine? Uh, has no one returned to give praise to God except for this foreigner? And you got to remember that the Samaritan, who knew the least about um, Jesus uh, compared to the other nine that were Jewish, uh, he was the one that came back. And you know, and you look at that story, and that a lot of times in life we see that that parallels, you know what we have happened to us, you know, not many people say thank you. Uh, you know, even when we're not doing things to get a thank you, it's, it's still, you know, when you do get that one every once in a while, I know it kind of builds you up and, and it's, you know, a reassurance that, you know, you're doing something that, that means something. And then in verse 19, it says, uh, Jesus said to, to the Samaritan, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. The power of God cleansed them outwardly in his body uh, as he went in obedience, then cleansed them inwardly from sin uh, when he returned to give thanks. So you got to think those other nine people did not receive that blessing by coming back and saying thank you and have that inward cleansing. Uh, you know, and that, that's kind of how I, I interpret that. I go back to 2012. Um, I, that was a time in my, in, in my job, and in, in which some of you can relate to this. There was a lot of travel involved. And I was flying in from California, called a connecting flight uh, in Houston, Texas. And there was a couple that was sitting 
uh, next to me, and this is one of those regional flights uh, where that you have an A row and a B and C, and they were sitting in the B and C, and I was sitting in the A, and we, we started the conversation after takeoff, and the lady was telling me they were, she originally had lived here in the town that that I you know lived in, and we were traveling to, and and uh, she had moved away, and uh, about every uh, three weeks she would fly back in because she had a son that was at the um, um, uh, group home and, and the, the training school. And, uh, and I said, really? I said, you know, I've, I've done some work uh, with them. They have a big rodeo for a fundraiser. And I said, uh, you know, it's a possibility. I might even, uh, you know, know your son from, you know, doing some work with, with the rodeo. And uh, she said, well, I have a picture of him. She pulled out a picture, and that picture was her son was Santa Claus. Now, she had no way of knowing that was me in that photo. But she said the words to me. She says, yep, this is, you know, that's one of the happiest times that we have a picture of him that when he's so happy. And, you know, I thought to myself, you know, there was, there was no thank you that was said at that time. And uh, she, she told me, she said, you know, she says, I wish I could be there at Christmas and meet that Santa Claus sometimes because I truly would like to say thank you. And I just looked at her and I said, well, I don't know who it is that's Santa Claus, but I can tell you that he appreciates, you know, parents like you that realize what's going on. And after I boarded the plane and, and got off and got my vehicle ready to go, I thought to myself, how many times, you know, do we do things and we're just like what happened to Jesus and we only have that one person that says thank you. So, I don't know what you're doing right now that, that people may never thank you for. Uh, they never, may never know that you've, you've done something for them. But I encourage you to keep doing it. Um, you know, what if Jesus had gotten aggravated and said, I'm done with this whole healing business. You know, out of ten people, one guy comes back to me and says thank you, and it's a Samaritan. You know, but he didn't do that. And that's not what we're called to do. We're coming up on Thanksgiving. Uh, and there's people around you, I want to encourage you also to find those people that you need to tell thank you. What, what are you thankful for? What are people doing for you that you're thankful for? You know, tell those people. Let them know that you appreciate it. Uh, some people, it's not, they're not comfortable telling people thanks. Uh, I don't know if it's a, they feel like it's a sign of weakness for them, uh, but but try, try to say thank you. Uh, you know, say thank you to the people that when you go through the drive-through and and you get your order. Tell those people thank you. I appreciate what you do. You see, if somebody that's a veteran, tell that veteran thank you for what you've done to serve our country. Active military, you know, tell those people thank you. Uh, go, you know, go to your pastor. You know, pastors. Everybody assumes that pastors in a church uh, just know that everybody appreciates what they do, and there's a lot of assumption goes on there. But tell your pastor thanks for what you do. Because uh, I'll tell you, unless you're involved with a pastor, the pastors do a lot more than we ever know that they do. So it work. Somebody has had your back before, and they take care of you. Tell them thank you. And so in this season, we're coming up on here at Thanksgiving. I just want to encourage you to um, be that person that goes out and, and gives thanks to people who have made a difference in your life. I'll close this in prayer. No, thank you so much for the day that you give us, dear God. And I know that I fail miserably sometimes to tell people thank you for what they do to me. 
and then do for me, dear God. And uh, I, I thank you for those people that you put in my life that even though that I feel miserably, they still uh, see, uh, you know, the needs that I have and, and they're willing to step up. And I just pray that you would be with each and every one of the call, dear God. Uh, I just pray that if they're working hard to take care of people and uh, that they get that thank you. Uh, I just pray that, that you would give everyone the courage to, to go out and tell other people thank you and how that we can make a difference. And we thank you for sending your son to die on the cross so that we can have eternal life, dear God. Help us not to forget about that. Uh, help us not to become so accustomed to it that we lose, lose touch with the agony that was on the cross and what an amazing sacrifice that was, dear God. Uh, I lift you up, and I lift everyone up on this call, dear God, to you. And I thank you for them, and I thank you for those who have attended. It's not by accident they're here this morning, dear God. And uh, I just thank you so much for them. These things I ask in your name. 